You're listening to the Horses, Hats, and Bourbon podcast. On this episode of the podcast, we are visiting the bluegrass, blues, and barbecue region of Kentucky. My interview is with Beth Newman, the director of the Muhlenberg County Tourism Commission. This area is the birthplace of bluegrass music. It also has some big time bragging rights on some of the best barbecue in Kentucky, if not the region. We're going to take you city by city and restaurant by restaurant. When travelers get here, you know, they don't always realize just how much the region has to offer. We're kind of a niche place. Like if you love bluegrass music and you love good food, this is a good place to come. But when you get here, you discover that there's so much more to it um, than just kind of like the big things you think of when you come to Kentucky. Well, you, you have me so interested with the bluegrass and blues. So let's start there because I feel like when we, we talk about blues and music and, and that true gritty country, we think of Tennessee immediately. But you, when we, you peel back the layers, you, you realize, I didn't know all these artists are from Kentucky. And we have, we have almost a way to, to tour around and celebrate their music. And I would say that our region, that's probably what we're most known for. And it's really kind of shocking when you sit back and look in our region at some of these big giants of music that are world renowned really come from here. First off, we're named after bluegrass. And that's because the father of bluegrass music, Bill Monroe, if you have anything to do with bluegrass music, you've heard of him. He's the one that invented the genre. He was actually born and raised in this part of Kentucky in Ohio County. And he, he left, but then he chose to come back when he passed away and be buried here. So you can do some really cool things with that from seeing his home place in Ohio County to taking in a bluegrass show at the Rosine Barn Jamboree where he played. You can tour his a museum in his honor. Sorry, should have silenced that. You can tour a museum in his honor. Um, and then of course, we're home of the Bluegrass International, the International Museum of Bluegrass, which is the only place in the world dedicated to just bluegrass music. And they do an incredible job there in Owensboro. And, um, but in addition to him, we have a connection to what they call the father of blues, W.C. Handy. W.C. Handy was based in Memphis, but he lived 10 years in Henderson, Kentucky. And he actually met his wife in Henderson, Kentucky. And in Henderson, they really celebrate that heritage with um, one of the biggest free music festivals in the country. And it happens every year in June. It's called the W.C. Handy Blues and Barbecue Festival. So that's really interesting. And so we have the bluegrass and the, and the blues, but we also have a couple other connections too. Um, the Everly Brothers, they're actually from right here in Muhlenberg County where I am based and they are internationally known as well. A lot of people have heard of John Prime and his famous song, um, Paradise. That paradise is actually right here in the region. It's based in Muhlenberg County. It, it was actually in Muhlenberg County. And of course, Merle Travis invented um, a whole genre of guitar playing. He as well is from this area. So it's just really, really rich in musical heritage. If you love those styles of music, this is a great place to come. Well, you know what goes with blues and bluegrass, right? Yes. Barbecue. barbecue. <laughs> yes, we love barbecue. I want to tell folks in Memphis and Kansas City, sit down a mm -hmm. second, because it is true. I've had uh, some barbecue in your region, and it is, again, it's in, it's, it's in a whole different space. Yes, it is. And around here, we like to consider ourselves or, or consider Owensboro kind of the, the barbecue capital of the world. So we'll, we'll take that title. Yeah. 
And the interesting thing, and what we're most known for, probably the most unique place is probably, um, we're known for mutton, which is barbecue lamb. And you can find that that's kind of unique, uh, really what this part makes us different. And But you don't just see mutton here. You see the classics like chicken and pork and all the things that you expect. And when you come here, um, probably the most well-known place to eat barbecue, and, and you really can't um, come to Western Kentucky, is Moonlight Barbecue Inn. They have been voted the best barbecue in Kentucky multiple times by locals, readers, uh, of the readers of Kentucky Living and Kentucky Monthly Magazine. And it's just a fantastic experience there to eat at Moonlight Barbecue. But any community that you visit in our region literally has a barbecue joint and has their own, own special place. And you can go to the second best, is second best unvoted in Kentucky, JMB's Barbecue in Henderson. You can go over there. Um, and there's several other places in Owensboro. You come down to this neck of the woods and you have to eat at Brothers Barbecue. They have locations here in Muhlenberg County as well as in Madisonville, Kentucky. And pretty much any of our little communities, you can find a great barbecue place. Do you have a favorite go-to place? Probably uh, my personal favorite is probably one in Owensboro. And it's um, right up there with me. It's called Hickory Barbecue. Um, what, let me see, Old Hickory um, Pit Barbecue. They're kind of, um, they're not quite as famous, I would say, as Moonlight is, but their barbecue is just exquisite and just fantastic. But I love, I, I do, I do, do love Moonlight. Um, they catered my wedding and did a great job here ago. So <laughs> I feel like it must be hard to narrow down a favorite when you have so it many is. in every corner. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. And, you know, I, I love Brothers Barbecue as well. Um, I eat there all the time in Muhlenberg County. Great place to take people for lunch. Love that. With the, the barbecue in that region, for people that maybe are thinking, huh, I wonder, like, how is it different from other styles? Is it tangy? Is it sweet? Is it spicy? You know, like, there, there's a different, mm -hmm. like, taste than other cities. Say, how would you describe it? I, I would describe our barbecue as more tangy and spicy, not necessarily um, on the sweet side. It just kind of depends on where you get it from. And they're all a little bit different. And there's lots of um, places that maybe have a, a special dish, like in some places you can find the mutton and some that you can't in the others. And if people are looking for a place to go, um, we actually have a Western Kentucky barbecue trail. And you can find that at KentuckyTourism.com. What fun. Oh, my goodness. So if you go to Kentucky, eat your way eat Western Kentucky. Mm -hmm. Yep. I, and what is so great about, um, you know, I want to switch gears to bourbon because I feel like it does bring people that may be like into bourbon and want to visit distilleries mm -hmm. will go off the beaten path because you all have had so many new ones pop up or some that have been around for a minute, but I feel like they're suddenly getting the recognition. People come into town for maybe the bourbon and then stay and get to explore the, the bluegrass and the barbecue. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm just, I'm so happy to see, there's a couple of people I follow on Instagram from your area to see their distilleries get really great attention all of a sudden. Yes, and what uh, probably our crown jewel of the bourbon in, in this part of our region is the Green River Distilling Company. They are actually on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail and we are, and that distillery is the westernmost point and they're considered a heritage distillery and they actually have been around since 1885. Mm. So it's changed hands and changed owners and that sort of thing, but it just recently had a, an incredible rebirth mm -hmm. and it opened back up. 
and you can go there and do a full distillery tour. You can do tastings. They have an area where you can just what they call sit and sip and just enjoy the atmosphere and the history of the Green River Distilling Company. And then they also have a great cocktail lounge as well. They have some signature drinks that you can go and sample, that sort of thing. And then we have that one, which is kind of like the Kentucky Bourbon Trail is the westernmost part. But we also are blessed here in this part, which is a little bit south of Owensboro, with the Bar Distillery. And they are actually on the Kentucky Bourbon Trail Craft Tour, which is those smaller, a little bit different um, distilleries if you're looking for something a little bit different. And those owners, it's named the Bar Distillery, and Thomas Barber, one of the owners, he is actually the fourth great-grandson of Thomas of um, William Bard, who founded Bardstown. So literally, they have a connection to Bardstown, which is the bourbon capital of the world. And they actually have their distillery in an old school, and they are renovating that distillery. They offer um, tours and tastings as well. That's located in Grand, Kentucky. So that, and we are really blessed to have that as well. You know, the westernmost point, and then a really unique um, craft distillery in this region as well with the Bard Distillery. Are you also seeing a number of breweries and vineyards pop up as well? I think with starting to see those mm-hmm. like crop up around the state that's like, well, if you don't like bourbon, then then here's your your kind of your brewery trail, yes. if you will. And it, that's been, you know, to, to see people coming for all kinds of drinks and spirits and cocktails. Mm-hmm. We have the Western Kentucky Brew Hop, which is a new kind of thing. And it kind of connects all these breweries that are, again, craft beer breweries right here in Western Kentucky in this part of the state. Like if you want to go have a unique beer that was made and crafted right here in Kentucky, you can check that out and do that in most in a lot of the communities in in our uh, region. The Horses, Hats, and Bourbon podcast brought to you by Kentucky Tourism. Horses, bourbon, and the great outdoors. That's Kentucky. Original, majestic, and wide open. This is Kentucky. Come see for yourself. Plan your road trip at KentuckyTourism.com. With most areas of Kentucky, I love that just about anywhere you go, honestly, you can enjoy some kind of outdoor sport, water Mm -hmm. adventure, right? Like that's stuff to do on land and on the water, and you all are no exception. You all have um, just a plethora of stuff there. Yes, we are again blessed the outdoor for those people that maybe are not really into the indoor just yet or not comfortable there. We have lots of outdoor things Um, for water. We have um, several state parks and lakes. We have Lake Malone here in Muleberg County, Lake Bashir and the Penny Rowell State Resort Park over in Madisonville. Um, There's a great new um, mountain trail bike park in Madisonville called the Great Grapevine Bike Trails, and it's eight miles of wooded trails that you can hike or bike, so that's really cool. If you're really into that, you can camp, those sort of things. Um, I'm really curious about the, um, they're called the wildlife management areas, and many people may not be familiar with what exactly does that mean? And then what does it allow? How is it great for, you know, that region? And then how is it great for the visitor to come? What does it allow them to do when they go there? Wildlife management areas are um, kind of kind of like their name implies. They're kept wild. They're areas um, that are designated and managed by the state of Kentucky by Fish and Wildlife. And they are protected. They've been kind of left alone and left in their natural state, but they're also public lands. So you can do things like you can go explore um, on these lands. 
You can do birding. A lot of people love to bird um, in Western Kentucky, especially with uh, the John James Audubon Heritage that is located in, in Henderson. You can go birding. And a lot of these places you can also camp, you can hunt, you can fish, you can take your horses and trail ride. Um, I do tell people though, when they do that to be sure and check what uh, wildlife management area you wanna go to, because they might have certain seasons or you might need a specific permit, that sort of thing. But there are places in Kentucky that have been left wild and kind of in their natural state. And if you wanna see that and experience that part of Kentucky, we have um, quite a few to do that. What, but you mentioned birds and for uh, people that are into bird watching and doing that, you can find lots of, what other animals would you say you can see in that area? Is that an area particular to bison as well? Or elk, uh, we, or is that further we, west? Further No, north? elk, well, there's an elk and bison prairie further west in Kentucky uh, that you can go see that. And there are elk in Eastern Kentucky, but most of the time here you see um, birds, um, white-tailed deer. Um, the last few years we've seen the occasional report of a bear, but we don't really see those in this part of Kentucky. Right. right. But um, but mostly that sort of thing and um, all kinds of different birds and waterfowl and ducks and just some really the nature lover to step into a place that is completely undeveloped just has to be a dream. And, and to have people say nobody's ever going to touch this, I think just says yes. so much for that area. It does. And, it, and it's really nice because there's certain things that are never going to happen on those lands. Yeah nice and they'll they'll be different and for those people that are interested in that kind of experience we've got uh, plenty of that here what brought you specifically into tourism into this this line of work and kind of your I'm always curious what is the backstory that that you love uh, not only about what you do but about where you live the pride you have there yes um, well I got into tourism it's kind of a, a roundabout way um, I I was born and raised here and then I went to school at the University of Kentucky and I was sitting there in the horse capital of the world and I was like, okay, I want to work with horses. So I got my start at the Kentucky Horse Park, which is of course a premier um, horse attraction in Kentucky. So that's where um, really I kind of got the tourism bug and I, I worked in horse-drawn tours. So I literally drove horses and gave tours and learned how to help um, visitors as they came in and meet their needs and that sort of thing and learn how to welcome people and just be friendly and that sort of thing. And then when I moved back home, I, I did a few um, odd jobs and, and then I got offered a position as tourism director at a, a newly formed tourism commission. And I did that for, for a long time in Greenville and did a lot of things. And I recently left the industry and, and I got to come back again at, with a different commission. I work part-time and, and I do some work for the region as well. So um, and I just love it. it. It's a beautiful place. It's a wonderful place. Um, it's a little bit different. It has a lot to offer, especially if you're looking for, a, I would say, a true authentic Kentucky experience beyond what you see in the headlines that say horses and bourbon and that sort right. of thing. You want to experience the hospitality and, and the real gem of Kentucky, which is its people. Um, Bluegrass Blues and Barbecue is, is the place to do that. Over, over the years, being from here and, and then being in tourism, has it just been, um, have you noticed and seen just as this draw that people have suddenly, I'd say, I'd say even since COVID, just, I feel like so many eyes and attention and visitors come into Kentucky. It makes me really, like really, really proud that I'm like, oh, wow, people are, are, are you seeing that too in recent years? You're like, yes. wait a minute, suddenly people are, are 
really appreciating not just the horses and the bourbon, but yes. but everything else. Yeah, I think people are looking for, and especially in the wake of COVID, um, we we found kind of a nice spot because they're not necessarily look necessarily looking for those places where um, not what I would call tourist traps, but those real touristy places that draw the large large crowds they want something that's a little bit smaller and a little bit unique and quaint and that where they can feel safe in you know where there's not they know there's not hundreds of thousands of people coming through there um that sort of thing and i think that's the niche that here in kentucky and especially in western kentucky that that we've experienced and we're we're able to feel and finally where should people go if they want to get started planning their trip um, if people would like to get started planning their trip, um, they need to go to KentuckyTourism.com. And if you scroll down on the homepage, you'll see a map of Kentucky and they have regions and you can see our region, the Bluegrass Blues and Barbecue region. And just click on that or also go to the homepage and just search for the Bluegrass Blues and Barbecue region and you'll find it as well. Well, Beth, thank you so much for taking the time to just no talk to me. I'm happy to. tour guide through the area. I have so yes. many bar- barbecue places I need to get on. <laughs> I just need to get yes, on. Yes, yes. There's lots of great places and it, and it's hard to narrow them down to just one, but lots of good options. A very special thank you to my guest, Beth Newman. If you would like more information, just head on over to my show notes or start planning that trip right now at KentuckyTourism.com. Have a great week, everybody. Cheers.